Do you think somebody could actually attach their complete existence to an NFT and then once they die, sell that existence through an NFT? Wow, wow. Um, uh, we're working on <laughs> that, That's all I can uh, say today. Welcome to Pace Notes podcast that helps automotive aftermarket leaders create clean entries through all the branding and business obstacles that lie ahead. I am your host, Dennis Michael, and this is my guest, Dante Fiorini, Fiorini of Zentina Digital Group. Yes, Dante, sir. <laughs> welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Thank you very much, Danny. Thank you for having me. Pleasure to be here. Okay. So, we have talked a few times about NFTs and the metaverse, so I'm really excited to dive into this subject matter with you, get even deeper. We'll run over some of the basics, but for those of you that are new to NFTs and to the metaverse, just start Google searching and get yourself informed as to what's going on because a lot of people have been talking about this. This is the future of the internet. This is the future of the digital world. This is the future of business. It's coming whether you like it or not. Um, so get yourself informed. But Dante, before we begin, um, I want you to tell us more about yourself, your company, and how you got started in the NFTs and metaverse. Of course, of course. Uh, well, my background is in marketing. I, I actually came out of the art school. Uh, I'm an illustrator and graphic designer. Um, I had a first opportunity to work in, in Los Angeles, in California, when I was 23 as a graphic designer, and pretty much my career started then. Uh, my first website I built it in the year 2000, and since then, uh, I had multiple opportunities. Uh, one of them was to start my own business in Laguna Beach. I, I opened up my own shop. Um, we were a traditional marketing agency back then, you know, doing logos, brochures, you're probably familiar with that process. Yeah. <laughs> and, Absolutely. um, yeah, but, uh, you know, with time we, we, we became uh, more of a digital, uh, marketing agency, uh, rather than traditional. We still do traditional, we still do logos. We enjoy doing brochures and catalogs, but our forte nowadays is more towards the internet. You know, we've mm -hmm. been focusing a lot for the past seven years in SEO, you know, helping companies understand the importance of having a solid position, organic position on the internet, because, you know, smaller, medium-sized uh, businesses couldn't compete with the Google AdWords that the big boys were doing and the, the budgets they were expending. Yeah. So we found out that, you know, the, going organic was the solution to that, because while these big companies spend, you know, thousands of thousands of dollars every month on Google hours, we were showing up on first page organically, you know, with a minimum cost. So, well, all that led us to, like I said, that this the explosion of the digital era, we're now really focused on, on, on web development, um, mm -hmm. you know, e-commerce, uh, like I said, you know, we, we do social media. We also do still advertising Google hours, but minimum just to help the organic kick because that's the problem with the organic. It takes time, you know, yes. to, to build that that online presence. And while I was, uh, you know, in that uh, race, um, about a year and a few months ago, um, I came out across uh, this NFT space. I've been, uh, you know, I, I've been in contact with crypto for quite a while. Um, I've been, you know, really playing with it, investing a little bit. 
didn't know much, uh, but I started to educate myself. I thought, well, if I'm going to walk this path, I better, you know, uh, start uh, knowing what to do and, and what decisions to make. We're talking about financials at the end of the day. You know, it's all about money, investing. So I started educating myself. I, I enrolled myself in, in an academy that really, you know, helped me a lot to get, a, you know, to get a better understanding of, you know, what was going on, the different projects behind every crypto. Because as you know, it's not just the, the token itself, the coin is what is behind the the project, you know. So basically, when you invest on a coin, you're supporting a project. Yeah. So with all the ups and downs, you want to make sure that you are in the right team, right? On, on a project that is not going to disappear in the next few years, which have happened with you know most of the crypto projects in the past four years. You know, probably seventy percent of them disappeared, and now we got a bunch of them showing up again. Yeah. Um, so with that, you know, and through my education, I came out across NFTs. And, and, and that was, you know, the click. That was like really, you know, when I started thinking, okay, now things are going to really start to change, you know, um, because NFTs are coming to really change the game, you know, and, and they're, they're going to finally unite uh, this crypto world with, with our physical world, you know? Yeah. Um, some people may think, well, NFT, because all they heard is that they're selling some... <laughs> crappy illustrations uh, for millions of dollars and they go crazy. I was like that at the beginning. I say, how is that possible that people is paying millions for this pixel illustration? Yeah. I, I can do th those illustrations all day long, right? Uh, and I'm talking about the CryptoPunks. I don't know if you're familiar with them, but they were the first NFT that uh, became famous and uh, you know that everybody's ra raving about. I think the yeah. last one was sold a few weeks ago for $7.5 million. Um, yeah, yeah, it, it's insane money. <laughs> it's um, insane. Uh, but well, the, the CryptoPunks uh, particularly, these, these, these are a very, they, they are the Bitcoin of the NFTs. That's why they gain value, right? Ah. Because there is no actual, uh, a really solid project behind them. And actually there's a lot of legal issues right now because it looks like uh, you can own the NFT, but you cannot do whatever you want with it because basically an NFT, it's it's a, it's a certificate that um, uh, makes you owner of a piece of code on the blockchain. Right. NFTs, NFTs at the end of the day, whatever it is, uh, an illustration, a 3D art, uh, a, a picture, a, a contract, a script, whatever, you can convert it into an NFT, which becomes right. a code. Right, basically, it's like a smart contract. It's a smart contract that is being hosted on the blockchain, and that you hold this certificate of ownership. All right, yeah. and these certificates of ownership allows you to resell that uh, certificate to someone else. It's not that you're giving the actual NFT to someone else; is that the contract becomes, you know, someone else becomes in the new owner. Right. The right. Uh, being that said, anything could be an NFT. You know, you, you know, people again are are, are connecting these NFT, which is these uh, illustrations that are being sold. But um, these NFTs are evolving. Like after a year, and after only a year, we're seeing a lot of utility behind the NFTs. You know? mm -hmm. um, and that's that's exactly what brought my attention. That's exactly what made a click in my head because I've been in marketing all my life, and I say, wow, I mean brands and companies could benefit from this like dramatically you know but at the end of the day what is the the, the end objective of any marketing campaign building followers building a 
a customer base, you know? Uh, and so, I said, hmm. So yeah, with the with the crypto punk thing and then running into legalities, is is that because when people are buying their NFTs, they're not looking at the contract terms? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, exactly. When when the crypto punks were were born uh, within the legal lines of that particular NFT, um, was a point where they make sure that everybody will still tie them. Uh, tied up to the project you don't actually own the rights let's say i buy a crypto bank and i want to do a clothing line with it i cannot right. do it so uh. that was very controversial um and that was i think uh three months ago uh people started uh you know uh talking about this and bringing this up and the actual value of the crypto funds dropped dramatically right um i think they somehow uh uh figured that out. Uh, I, I actually, I need to catch up on that um, uh, issue. But uh, yeah, you know, uh, like I said, that was the first project that really showed uh, a weakness, you know, like, okay, right. there is uh, a hidden, you know, uh, fine print on the contract that we didn't realize that we could, uh, you know, uh, not use or, or, or not do anything about being well, that's. Like, and that's what I like. Uh, <clears throat> Gary V was like, he's talking about his NFTs, and yeah. I know he has smart contracts in there. And, and from what I understand, and I'm not positive, but there's royalties involved where people sell the NFT, his NFTs, and he's getting royalties for every sale that's made. Yeah, the, the, the creator of the NFT will continuously gain from the move of the NFT. It will pass yeah. hand to hand. And every time it's being sold, the originator of the NFT gets a share of it. But that, that is part of, that is common and that is completely fine because, you right. you know, that's, that's uh, you know, we can call it uh, private property or whatever. You know, you are the creator of, of a particular piece. So uh, can you set the, that royalty? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You can set and you can set the, the amount that has okay. to be specified when you when you generate the NFT, when you right. create the NFT. But that is common. It's a common. I mean, uh, as a creator, every time your NFTs are, are sold and move around, uh, you get a share of the of the profits. You know, but it's completely different because what I'm saying is that the problem with the crypto punks is like, hey, I pay. Three millions for a crypto bank, and I want to do a, a clothing line, shirts, whatever, with, with right. that, and and I cannot. I am not allowed uh, to do that. Okay, uh, that was the problem with it. Well, all every single other crypto, like the uh, board Abiat Club, uh, which is another of the famous ones. You know, you can do whatever you want with your NFT. You know, right? Um, but this, you know, like like Gary B is doing, he's building a community. You know, at the end of the day, the purpose of the whole thing is building a community because what gives value to the NFT is the community. An NFT without a community is nothing unless you are Bansky and whatever you do is going to have value because you have a name, reputation, right? And 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 then, you know, you can do a black dot on the screen and say that Bansky did it and he's going to be worth millions, right? Because, you know, you have authority in the game. Yeah. Uh, but and otherwise, it's about the community. Exactly. And that's why I think a lot of people are, are missing the boat. They, they're looking at NFTs as simply as a, as a Ponzi scheme or a way to get rich quick by just selling shitty no. art. But 
they're not looking at the big picture and realizing that once you have those NFTs, once you have those people in that, like bought those NFTs, you've created this community that gives you direct access to tens of thousands of people or more. Yeah, yeah. Well, that's that, you know, that's the confusion that is out there. This is a very new thing. It's in, on a very early stage. And there, you know, if you don't educate yourself and really understand what is behind every single project, mm-hmm. we're having literally hundreds of projects re- being released every day. Yeah. Every day, hundreds of NFT projects are being released. So it's really difficult to really find what is going to be valued. Keep in mind that 90% of these are going to disappear. 90% right. are going to just you know, disappear in the next few years. Uh, so you need to know exactly what you're doing and, and, and do your own research. You know, I always tell people, you know, uh, do your research, find out who's behind the project, what's the purpose, if there is a roadmap, if they have a website, if, if, if the, you know, the lead uh, team of the website is showing their faces, you know, and, and letting uh, the world know who they are. That's, that's very important. You know, every time, you know, I try to, I mean, I'm involved in multiple projects right now, uh, trying to get whitelisted and some of them, you know, getting whitelisted is basically getting a, a a place on the pre-sale of a mm. project, you know, that will give you access to this pre-sale. Of course, you're going to be buying at a lower price and then the NFT will go public and the price will, you know, uh, assuming that everything goes well, will go up. All right. Right. So, yeah, as for now, people is looking at this as a fast way to make money and to make uh, yourself rich, which <laughs> it's, a, it's a dream. I mean, I, it happened, yeah. Many people have done it. Uh, I am more towards uh, understanding how these uh, NFT projects could benefit on a long-term uh, project, you know, not on, on the short term. Um, that's what I want to bring the NFT concept into marketing and combine that with my agency and see who yeah. I can help my clients to benefit from it. Just to give you an example, I mean, you're in the automotive industry, right? Right. Well, automotive is all about collectibles, right? I mean, I, I, I'm looking at the background of just, uh, on your room and you have cars there that you collect, yes. right? Okay, you love cars. Well, this is the same thing. Imagine BMW coming out with an NFT collection and when you buy a new BMW, you get an NFT of the car. There's a collectible that has a price value because the more that the car costs, the more value that these the virtual car will have, and then you can trade it. You can hold it for the future, or you can just resell it, you know? But the only way that you are going to be able to get that NFT is by buying a new BMW. That will be a huge sell, you know, push for for BMW. Imagine Lamborghini doing the same, Ferrari. Right. (laughs) Right? And, And then common people owning that Lamborghini on the virtual space, right? So, so could you even like take those NFTs and then say like, you know, right now it's just a static object, but then say later on when the metaverse becomes a thing, could you then go and say whoever owns this NFT, they unlock a metaverse Lamborghini Diablo that's 3D? Of, yeah, I mean, exactly, exactly. You you know, Adidas, Nike, they're already working on NFTs that will be clothing. You, you actually going to wear their clothing. I mean, yeah. you know, Chanel, uh, Dolce Gabbana, they are selling, you know, purse 
more expensive than in the real life on, uh, right. uh, you know, as NFTs, because then you're going to be, you know, walking around the metaverse with these, uh, you know, assets that you can resell. It's crazy. I know, I know it, it is crazy, but, but it is the, the future, you know, it's what's going to happen in the future. I'm going to give you a quick example. You know, I, my daughters play games, you know, Roblox. Mm-hmm. Yeah, my uh, sons do the same thing. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so you know that he, from time to time, comes to you and says, hey, Dad, I need uh, 60 bucks. I need 50 <laughs> bucks to buy this and that, right? Right. Well, all, all that money goes out of your pocket into their bank, and they, they say, thank you for your business. <laughs> That's it, you know? The I day that, you're, that your son is bored of the game or he grows up and he says, well, I'm not playing anymore, that money is gone. Right, they're not going to say, "Oh, Mister, you know, Dennis Michael, we're going to, you know, re- reverse you for all the <laughs> investment that your son has been doing for the past five years." No, that's not going to happen. Well, NFTs will become the asset that when you buy it on a game, you then can resell it to someone else, and the money comes back to your bank. So that's yeah. how NFTs are going to change the game, right? Right now, we got uh, play-to-earn games, you know, but the kids are playing and making money. They're, they're being paid in tokens, which they can exchange. They buy add-ons for the games, you know, yeah. like ex- extra level of energy, an armor, whatever. They use it, and they resell it, and, and it goes up in price. Interesting. Right? So we, we, we acquire a museum on the metaverse right now with my partner in Canada. Yeah. We were planning to do on our gallery, some, that's part of the project we're doing, and we acquire a museum, which is an NFT. The, the actual museum designed by an architect is an NFT. So we bought it, we paid uh, 0.5 Ethereum for it when we bought it. Uh, that was four months ago. Uh, right now, I think it tripled its price. Mm-hmm. There is only there is only a few left, and a famous person from uh, U.S. came and bought one of those. He made it public, and the price of it went went up. So wow. we didn't we didn't even use it yet, and it already tripled the price on uh, you know of the of the actual NFT. And we could do our events, use it for a while, and then resell it to someone else, and and, and make money on top of it. So the utility is fantastic, and that is just on the money side. But then NFTs are going to give you access to, you know, VIP events. Like that's what the 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 Bore Ape Yacht Club is doing. You know, yeah. they throw they throw a party on a yacht, and the only way that you can get into the the party is by owning one of those NFTs. You know, uh, a lot of famous people, musicians. You know, this is going to go crazy. This is going to blow everybody's mind. Yeah, I see that the NBA is really taking a hold of NFTs right now, and they're they're doing yeah. like taking collector cards to a whole new level with with NFTs, and it'll be interesting to see how that translate into added value besides just the collector card series. Because again, you know, people love the idea of an NFT, but I think there still needs to be something tangible, something that you can actually grab a hold of with the NFT. Because I mean. Humans are tactile. We like to have things. And it can mean it's great to have electronic pieces of code or, you know, digital files and whatnot, but to have actually something tangible in place or some sort of experience or something attached in NFT, I think is really going to make people's minds shift from like 
digital art into NFTs and opening up this whole world of possibilities beyond just digital art. Yeah, yeah, but this is meant to the digital world, you know. There are some projects that are combining both. I'm actually right now on a project called Antonium. And Antonium, they're coming up with this concept that is, I don't even know how to pronounce the word, but it's like physical. It's combination of the, you know, this virtual piece with a physical one. So when you mint an NFT of theirs, you also get shipped an actual figure, you know, an actual right. little miniature um, figurine of, of the NFT. Yeah. Ah, so some yeah, there are projects that are you know going with that approach, yeah. uh, but there are just a few of them. That that that's similar to what I the, the example I, I mentioned before about the Lamborghini, you know, and, and getting an NFT and buying the actual card, you know, it's like uh, that is the the, the add-on you get by by making the purchase, you know, that it's right. also an investment, it's a long term. If you hold that NFT for a long term it will gain value because Lamborghini will be more value in the future and it's not going to disappear, you yeah. know? So if you are thinking about investing on NFTs or getting into it in the NFT game, make sure that you have a brand behind it or a project that is solid, that is not going to disappear in four years from now because you're going to end up with a card of nothing. You know, the value is going to drop to zero, basically. Right. Right. And so to step back, I mean, everything from what I from what I gather, everything starts on the blockchain, correct? Yes. Mm -hmm. Okay. So I remember hearing about the blockchain years ago and I was just like, I was so confused. It didn't make any sense because nobody could really properly translate what blockchain was when it mm -hmm. first started appearing and started gaining waves. And it was a lot of confusion. So would you say that like NFTs, the metaverse, these things have changed the translation of blockchain and how this stuff originated? Can you explain? Because like I, I still am no, slightly confused they, they, about they, they that. They haven't changed. They are an additional, let's call it tool. You know, right. it's, it's it's an additional asset bring to the blockchain that help, uh, you know, put the pieces of this puzzle together to really see the picture you know the blockchain is being evolving you know we're going uh, we're talking about decentralization with all these right DeFi, you know the, the DeFi projects behind a lot of the coins uh, you know banks are a centralized entity they are centralized yeah. institutions uh, the whole purpose of you know the, the the crypto growth is to decentralize, right? Not to give the power to one, but to distribute. That is the the basic concept of the blockchain. You know right. that's why it's even more secure than any bank because you cannot hack it. It's like distributed in, in multiple places, so many that you will never be able to to decrypt or or to you know uh, hack the the system. You know you cannot take it down. Um, and, and, and NFTs are just a tool. It's just, you know, it's something that has been born and that is basically saying, hey, we are going to make you, you know, we're going to give you the rights to own this piece of the blockchain. Okay. You, you can, you can now manage this piece of the blockchain and do whatever you want with it. And, and by owning these, you will get also 
other benefits. You know, Walmart, right. Wal- Walmart is thinking about coming out with their NFTs. Yeah, you know? I heard about that. <laughs> so, uh, well, what what is that telling you? The the NFT is like it's like the fidelity program. You know, for for uh, um, clients. You know, you by holding this gold, platinum, blah 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 NFT, you will get these benefits. You know, so again, the, the utility of the NFTs is just growing at speed of light. And there are so many applications that is insane. It's just not making you rich in a day about buying an ugly ape and selling it yeah. and reselling. No, trust me, it's a <laughs> lot more. They got famous and everybody got to know about them because these things, you know, being, you know, these ugly illustrations being sold for millions mm-hmm. of dollars. But uh, there is a lot more behind it. There is a lot more behind it. Do you think, totally out there, do you think somebody could actually attach their complete existence to an NFT and then once they die, sell that existence through an NFT? Wow, wow. Um, uh, we're working on it. <laughs> that, that's all I can uh, say today. Uh, we are working on it. And uh, yes, yes. Uh, your avatar, that's what it's going to be, you know, yeah. we, we all are going to have our, our avatars to walk into the metaverse and the avatar will be attached to multiple assets. So yes, it will have value. It will have as, the same way that you own a property in the physical world and a car and a bicycle and a plane, yeah. you will own uh, all those assets in the metaverse. And at the end of the day, these are NFTs again, and those are uh, property. And they come, you know, they have a value, which is going to be attached to your virtual you. Okay, mm-hmm. so uh, I'm not saying that you're going to sell yourself, <laughs> but uh, there is an interesting part of all this, which is uh, uh, making making a living on the metaverse. Right. Okay? Uh, people will have jobs on the metaverse. You know, you can, you will be able in the future to train your avatar to do tasks and get paid. Um, so is this like artificial intelligence attached? It to is in some in some aspect. It is artificial intelligence. It is. It is. Jesus. Uh, because um, this uh, virtual you will have a virtual brain and will you know will learn skills and and you know. Like I said, um, I don't want to disclaim uh, a lot because that is part of uh, uh, a project we're working on, uh, which yeah. I am super excited about. Uh, but yes, yes, the, the future, it's bright. I don't know if you saw the movie uh, Ready Player One. Oh, absolutely. It's one of my favorite yeah. movies of all time. Yeah, it is. I mean, the sad part of all that is, you know, that we're going to be locked in a room Um uh, by the way, uh, uh, and I'm talking to all those parents with kids, right. uh, please, please do not make the same mistake we did with cell phones. You cannot buy a virtual goggle, you know, um, equipment to your kid and let them play for hours a day because you're going to burn the, the brain, okay? You're going to um, arm his uh, eyes and, and the sight. This is not healthy. The problem is that we are going again running faster that we can you know walk it's it's like right with cell phones we did the same mistake we were thrown an advanced technology in our hand we didn't know what to do and we gave cell phones to our kids with six years old that that was a huge mistake that Mm -hmm. we are paying a big price now because we're seeing all the problems the kids are having 
because of that. So uh, we cannot uh, do the same mistake. We need to educate ourselves and understand that the technology is not there yet. I don't care what the Facebook guys and Meta guys said, you know, and Mark Zuckerberg comes and wants to sell us this beautiful virtual world. Uh, my ass, and excuse my French, but yeah. uh, no, we're yeah. not ready yet. The technology is not healthy. It will come. It will come. It's on development. It will take a few more years yet. We can play. You can play with it, but just for a few minutes, you know, fifteen minutes, no more than yeah. one hour, and and that's it. You know, make sure that uh, again, you you are on top of what your kids are doing. You know, uh, you so can what's do, making it unhealthy with the VR? Uh, well, the, the the visual, you know, uh, technology, it's not there yet. It's like, you know, I'm using glasses because the screen on the computer, you know, will will uh, damage my my retina. So right. this is the same thing. Is you're having a screen at the end of the day, it's the same thing. You're having a screen in front of your eyes. So the more time you spend in front of it, uh, the more damage that it makes to your eyes, you know, to your right. retina. And and I know they're working on it and they're improving it a lot, uh, but in my opinion, they're not there yet. So you yeah. really have to measure the time you spend on these uh, devices. Okay, I'm not saying do not use it. I'm just saying educate yourself and make sure that you know what your kids are doing with this. And if they're gonna play with it, allow certain times of the day that you can monitor them. Not do the same thing as with a cell phone that they, you know, the cell phone they're carrying it on their pocket and they're, you know, there is like bringing the TV, uh, the video game, everything on, on one little uh, device. I mean, no, yeah. the, the, the cell phone is a communication device and you should use it to talk, to do searches, you know, Google Maps, address, uh, WhatsApp, chat, whatever, but not to watch movies. I actually, my daughters are 15 years old. Yeah. They got their first cell phone this year. And and they got it. <laughs> yes. Yeah, we've been talking about this since they were eight. They understand right. why they didn't have a cell phone before. Why I bought a cell phone like now? Because now they're starting to go out with their friends. They go to the theater. They go to a restaurant. So they need now to communicate with us. So they finally we finally bought the cell phone. But I bought a small one because mm-hmm. if I bought a big one, they're going to be watching movies with it. No, they have a tablet. They have a laptop, and I say, if you ever install a game on the laptop, I sell it, and you don't see it again until you afford to buy one. Because the laptop is to do homework, and it's a tool yeah. to learn. Games, go play with the Nintendo. The Nintendo, that's what it's meant to be. It's a gaming console. Go and play. I can control when they play, right. you know. And, and if they do everything on the cell phone, they're going to be, you know, doing damage to 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 themselves we don't know it unfortunately I sorry I, I, we, we got in that different direction no it's all good no because this the, i am the so concerned about education too. i'm so concerned about education yeah. and we are now getting into another you know world of things and we can't afford to make the same mistakes we did with with the the, the mobile technology 10 to 12 years ago we need to learn from that and, and now with the metaverse it looks fantastic it's not ready yet there are just mm. you know there will be multiple metaverses First of all, it's not that it's one metaverse. There right. will be multiple. There are thousands, literally thousands of companies building metaverses out there. Um, there is still a lot of development to do. They will have to 
find ways to communicate with each other and interact, you know, platforms have to understand with each other in order for you to travel and teletransport with your avatar from one to the other, which hasn't happened yet. So we're very early. It's it's a very early stage. Uh, That's what I say, you know, the best you can do right now is educate yourself, you know, play with it, learn, you know, so you can really uh, talk about this to your kids because otherwise your kids are going to be way ahead of you and, and you will not, never catch up and never understand what they're doing well and that's what happened with cell phones right yeah they just exactly. we didn't really educate ourselves we just gave yeah. it and said, oh, this gave is it to them cool. and now they, they know three times more than us of course but yeah. they have a lot of anxiety problems depression uh <clears throat> you know the, the suicide rate on, on teenagers it's brutal yeah. uh because the bullying was taken from you know when 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 we, both of us were young our only concern was what the fat guy around the corner that will give us a, you know, that was the, the concern, right? Now Absolutely. it's like you're being bullied worldwide. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? So, uh, yeah, yeah. The, 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 we need to talk about self-confidence. We need to talk about our kids, about, you know, who they are and, and make sure that they understand, you know, the that all this is just smoke, you know, and, 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 Real know. life is still real life compared still, to what the yeah, of course, doing. of course, of course. And um, my my theory behind the metaverse also is that, unfortunately, you know, if we continue damaging Mother Earth the way we're doing it, we have an expiration date, right? Yeah. And uh, the metaverse is going to keep us still and sitting on one place, so we can, you know, we. Really reduce the pollution, you know, less traveling, less commuting to try to work, less plane uh, traveling around the world. Hey, yeah, I'm going to go to Paris. I'm going to put my virtual goggles and I'll be there in a minute. Yeah. You know? um, yeah. So I know it sounds, it sounds, it's, it's hard to really digest because we love freedom. We love, you know, enjoying a, a glass of wine, watching mm-hmm. on the Eiffel, Eiffel Tower. But, uh, we got to admit that we are out of control with this. I mean, well, and I think people don't understand either with the metaverse. I mean, there's a lot of computing power and and an internet broadband that needs to be created to power this. And if you want zero lag, and if you want to be able to like experience it, like you're doing a normal life, I mean, I'm sorry, but Internet's not there. Computing power is not there yet. It's getting close, but until that is completely figured out on a worldwide scale, I mean, yeah. the metaverse will only be available to select few. It's not going to be for the yeah, people. no, no, and even even those select few won't really be able to um, uh, experience it in full till five minimum five ten years from now. Right. Because we don't have the, like you said, you know, we don't have the infrastructure uh, mm-hmm. to support all these uh, technology, all these data, you know, the, the process, all, all these, uh, to render all these graphics. Uh, they're working on it. There are a lot of projects that are coming out because they are aware of the need. Yeah. Um, but uh, again, I mean, we're in a very, very, very early stage. So mm-hmm. all we can do is be aware of it. And, and like I said, you know, continue educating ourselves every day uh, to be ready where the, ca- the time comes to, you know, make the right decisions, you know. And as for now, you know, if you are a business owner, if you are a, you know, a brand owner, you have a brand, a product, 
try to find the ways to benefit from all this. We we are literally building uh, communities within weeks of thousands of people just announcing a, an NFT release just because mm-hmm. of that, because it's the new hot topic. So people is just jumping on it, you know? Uh, so that's the easiest way for any brand, any, any you know, company out there to, to generate uh, followers, you know, right now, coming out with your own concept. So, then, so for a business to get started in NFTs, what, what would you say would be the beginning to start with thinking about community first and then working backwards and like revert, reverse engineering it or... Yeah, you need first the community. Actually, there are a lot of projects that they don't even have the NFT ready. They are just announcing it and the community is built. It's it's growing day by day. Mm -hmm. You have to have a story. You have to have a purpose and and you're ready to go. Uh, All you need is a Twitter and Discord account. uh, And and then, you know, uh, a solid project behind. Don't misunderstand me. There is a lot of uh, rag pulls out there. You know, people that uh, announce great things. Even with great communities, and they, you know, they they burn them. I mean, uh, that, that well, is a lot of it. Has to do with yeah, yeah. I will start with 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 assessment. You know, I will start with uh, finding advice or someone that can walk you through the process. Because yeah. trust me, there is a lot of stuff happening right there, and and it's it's the wild west. You mm-hmm. know, and 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 you could easily get burned. Um, so you better enter this space with someone that can really show you the way that will be an, a smart investment that will save you not only money and time but will save you you know peace of mind right. so then if somebody like if a business wanted to get started with creating nfts because we've seen a lot of um sources out there like open and there's some other ones out there um, how do you distinguish what is a reliable stable place to uh, create NFTs on, like what are what are the things that you're looking? There are for? many. There are many places to to create the actual NFT. OpenSea is is a marketplace. It's not where yeah. you go and create and mint. Uh, there is a site called Radable. Radable was one of the first that, that started with this. Uh, there you can open up an account and do your own uh, minting of you know create your own NFTs. You can create a collection or you can create a single right. NFT, and then. Uh, sell it on the market uh, but you need to understand that there are also different platforms you can uh, you know uh, develop your nft on an ethereum network or you can develop it on on a, you know polygon land network there are different ways to go different reasons why you know the, the ethereum network has high gas fees you know we call gas fees to that you know fees that you have to pay every time you mint every time you do a transaction on the yeah. blockchain, you pay a fee. Right. On the Ethereum network right now, the fees are ridiculous high. While, you know, versus Polygon, which is offering really low gas prices. So a lot of NFT projects are moving towards that. So, again, I mean, it's just a lot to explain on, on a call. That's what I say, you know, hey, do your diligence, you know, do your own mm. research, educate yourself. Uh, but if you are a business, if you're a company, I mean, my best advice is to try to hire someone, find someone that can give you that shortcut, because this could take you a lot of time and, and prove an error. You know, I, it happened to myself. I, I, I lost money. I've been hacked. I, a lot of things happen on my way. Uh, you know, I've been tricked with, with NFTs. Mm-hmm. So unfortunately, someone had to learn the hard way. 
Uh, and now I am opening up the, the door to these people that want to learn and I will give them all this advice to avoid them making the same mistakes I did, okay? Um, but um, yeah, I mean, educating first and then, you know, I don't know, for a business, I mean, anyone could could really uh, make a good use of an NFT, uh, a gym, you know, uh, where people go, it's, it's like a membership. Anyone that has a membership or a brand, we're, we're you know, uh, talking with a brand of gin. Yeah. that um, we're going to convert the labels of the bottles into NFTs for the consumers. And those NFTs are going to give them VIP access to events, you know, because uh, drink uh, companies, they do events all the time. Yeah. Uh, thanks God we're coming back to those days where we could gather together and do these type of events. But guess what? We're not going to have events on the metaverse, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> so uh, NFT, you know, musicians, they're throwing a concert. By You buy the ticket to go to the concert and that is an actual NFT. It's a collectible that then will give you discounts for future events or will give you access to a VIP room where you can meet the artists. I mean, yeah. So many applications that, uh, again, you just need to think about how you could apply these to your business. And I am sure that anyone, anyone, even in retail, could benefit from this. You are listening to Pace Notes, a podcast that helps automotive aftermarket leaders create clean entries through all the branding and business obstacles that lie ahead. Your host is Dennis Michael, branding guy, logo designer, and owner of Whole Shop Brandworks. For more information on Pace Notes, visit pacenotespodcast.com. If you find this podcast helpful, let another automotive business owner know about it. Leave a review, subscribe, or share this podcast. I thank you for your support. Right. So like trend-wise, you're seeing a lot of businesses creating events and giving kind of like golden tickets to everybody who is given a NFT. So maybe they buy a product, they get a free NFT, which then gets them access to X events type yes, of thing. Yes. Uh, I see the future of NFTs making a real impact when NFTs are start partnering with businesses and brands. Right now, you know, there are brands like Coca-Cola, like Pepsi, Pepsi did our own full start. They wanted to rush into it, be the first, and they did. They yeah, I saw they, they that. They blew it. Oh, did they? Yeah, they blew it because they didn't know how the game works, and they just got bombarded by bots on the minting day, and it was a complete Jeez. disaster. Plus, the artwork was very poor, so it lacked of many many uh, things, and and it, it it should you know they should on on their foot with this, but. It is what it is. I mean, you're rushing into this. That's the price you're going to pay uh, by not doing it properly with the right team, with the right education. Again, we, we come to the same point. Uh, oh. But I see the future of NFT of partnering, you know, an NFT project partnering with a brand. Mm-hmm. And, and that brand, give you know, the, the, by participating in the NFT project, you will get benefits from this brand. Right. Know? And it could be anything. It could be subscription. It could be discounts. It could be access to events. It could be meeting people. It could be, mm-hmm. you know, again. So then, know. like, even at, like, accessibility of NFTs, I mean, it's still very, like, uh, a small ecosystem because cryptocurrency is difficult to come by. 
and difficult to access. And you have to jump through a lot of hoops in order to do that. So are really like the NFTs, how, how are we, how would somebody create a global audience through the restrictions of cryptocurrency and the volatility that it has? Well, the cryptocurrency is attached to a financial system and it's completely yeah. different while the NFT has a value that now is measured with crypto. Okay. Yes. So these are two different things. At oh, the end of the okay. Day. Okay. So that's what I, I think NFTs are going to have a completely different behavior than the actual crypto. Okay. Um, yeah. The, 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 the governments out there are still trying to figure out how they're going to you know, uh, not restrict, but how they're going to regulate right. uh, all, all these things that are happening. You know, some countries are talking about coming out with their own crypto and, you know, uh, some countries are talking about uh, taxing on your stable coins, you know, mm. because that's the only way that they could really know uh, how much money you have made in crypto. It's a lot of things that are right now intangible for them. So we will have to still deal with all these uh, ups and downs for for a few more years. Um, but uh, what I have to say is that uh, crypto is going nowhere. Right. It's not going to disappear. This is definitely the Actually, I see Forex disappear in the future. You know, right. I don't I don't see us dealing with, uh, you know, bills and coins uh, anymore in the future. Uh, and NFTs will be equal to holding a credit card in your wallet. Right. That that's what an NFT to me means, and I took this concept from my partner Alex Ray. He is he he's has a great knowledge in in this uh, NFT game. We are both partnering and doing things together. He's from Canada, uh, as you are, nice. and um and I agree hundred percent with that. You know, it's uh, NFTs will be like uh, holding multiple credit cards in your wallet in the future. So then, will you be able to then? Do you think? It, over time, you'll be able to sell or purchase NFTs with regular currency instead of being bound to cryptocurrency? Uh, I, I mean, the thing is you need to convert the regular uh, money into crypto to buy. Right now, this is on the virtual space. So I don't think you're going to go straight with dollars because anyway, if you're buying, the money has to go to an electronic transaction. You right. know, instead of going through a centralized entity, you're going to go to a decentralized entity. So instead of using B of A, you know, or, or, or Wells Fargo, you're going to use, you know, uh, a different uh, decentralized uh, institution. You know, like a crypto exchange. Yeah, yeah. Right now, still, the US dollar, the yen, the euro are running the game, but in the future, they will not longer be right. needed. You know, you're going to actually make payments with crypto. So right. once that happened, that's it. It's game over <laughs> for, for Forex, you know. I know, I know it will take time because uh, unfortunately we're tied up to an, you know, an, a system that is old and rust, that is falling apart. Mm -hmm. uh, we've been ripped off for many years by institutions, unfortunately. I agree. It's about to, you know, it's about to end. We, we, they had enough, you know. Uh, and, and, and that is why we're seeing uh, so many crazy things happen, you know, because these big fat whales out there are giving their last fight, yeah. you know, but uh, they're not going to resist uh, much longer. <laughs> so then with cryptocurrency, so if tying, like if NFTs are going to be 
like the norm to get an NFT would be or to mint and sell NFTs is, is linked to cryptocurrency and everything lives on the blockchain. Now, I've heard of stories in the past where you have some, uh, I don't know how it works, but like some people who have been in the blockchain and end up losing their password and they've lost access to all of their NFTs or to the access to any of this Agreed stuff, yeah, or, course, you have, or you have businesses that were like blockchain operators go out of business and everything is lost. Like, yeah. how do we, how do we navigate this? And I guess, ensure, make sure we're being protected as individuals because everything is just zeros and ones at the end. We mean, our yeah. whole identity could be erased from a solar flare for God's sakes. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that that's completely true. That's why education is key. You need to know. You know, when I when I start, I have a team that we we trade and we we work together into this. And um, the first thing we do is talk about security because you need to know how to secure your assets, how to be on a safe spot. You know. Oh, by the way, regarding your previous question, I just remind that Binance and Coinbase they're going to have an NFT marketplace, and you can buy it with your credit card. <laughs> directly okay. from there so that's nice. already happening you know so uh holding your assets on a on a wallet on your cell phone is not a smart thing to do right if you use uh, any of those exchanges you know uh, coinbase uh, kraken binance those are soft wallets and you are actually no are not the owner of the assets those are in their platforms is if anything right. happens to the platform you are subject to you know liability i mean if, if they get audit like happened to binance and they lock the funds you cannot withdraw you know wow. you are in you are in the in, in the problem with them so there are uh, other type of wallets that are hard wallets uh, cold wallets that like a ledger you know um, I use uh, MetaMask, for instance. MetaMask is an extension that you install on your browser and you can uh, hold private keys, okay? Those private keys give you only the access to it, no one. I mean, the only way to hack you is getting your private keys. So that's a secure, you know, a, a way to, ma to maintain everything secure. Uh, and you need to be organized. You know, I bought a, a book that is waterproof, fireproof, uh, where I, I have written all my passwords and private keys in one single place, made a copy, put one on a safe, and the other one, I have it uh, on a spot on my on my place. Uh, the next thing you need to do is um, show all this to your significant other, because if, you know, God prevents, but if anything happens to you, it's all gone. Nobody's going to be able to decipher this mystery. I, I had this conversation with my wife because like I think about yeah. all the passwords in my whole yeah. life. My whole business is through yes. my laptop. Yes. And if yes. she doesn't no, have no. that password and then another password, she's screwed. It's, it's gone. Yeah, it's, it's gone. gone. So you need to really, uh, you know, play ahead and, and, and make a plan and, and start. Everything starts with that. Before you do anything on the blockchain, before you do anything on crypto or NFT, you know, uh, open up a secure email encrypted account. Do not do everything with your Gmail, for Christ's sake. Right. You know, <laughs> <laughs> no, no, no mistake. You know, uh, there are companies out there, and I'll give a tip. Uh, there is one called Proton Mail in, in Switzerland. 
Proton Mail offers a free uh, encrypted email account. Open up an account with them and use that account to all, all your banking, to all your crypto uh, wallets. You know, um, start with start with security. Always start with security, but you need to educate yourself. You just cannot jump into this by watching YouTube videos and thinking that you are smart enough. No, no. Right. Try to find knowledge out there. Try to find a group of people that support each other. This is like going to the gym. You know, if I go to the gym by myself, I I'm lazy. Uh, <laughs> people may like the gyms. I do not like gyms, but I go. I go three times a week, but I go with a team. And we are we train together, and I gave it all because I go with my team. So in this this particular aspect, I think is the same. You know, find a team that you can keep each other accountable, that can help each other, and, and you will do much better. I can assure you that. Mm. Okay. Security, security priority number one. Priority number one. All right, this was a fantastic conversation. So I want to end it off with. What are three or three to five action items an automotive business can do right now to implement or get started in the NFT game? Well, as I mentioned before, uh, give utility, you know, to, to maintain an NFT to your business, starting with the collectibles, starting with, uh, uh, you know, this uh customer fidelity programs, you know, that you can build around them, you know, giving value to your brand by uh, making them affiliate to a program where they could get multiple benefits. That could be pre-sales, that could be, you know, special announcements and getting to know about deals before anyone else, things like that. Uh, you know, for, for, for a company that sells tires, you know, you could get them, you know, a simple discount by being a, a gold member. You know, things that they've been doing already with traditional marketing, we could convert all those into now this NFT world, you know. And and even, you know, you get you give a value to the NFT because you can come out with seasons of NFTs and different types of NFTs within the, you know, the collections that you create on a business and then reward your customers by being loyal to your brand with, with special edition NFTs, you know, uh, that, that, that will drive them crazy. More in this automobile industry, because it's all about collectibles and people is, I mean, you like it or not, it's simple as that, you know, if you are all in on these, or, and yeah, you know, guys spend thousands of dollars every month on their cars and, you know, improvements and things and that. Absolutely. Don't you think they will want an NFT from Momo tires? You know what I mean? Yeah, <laughs> uh, yeah I'm sure they will. Um, the brands, they just have not yet realized of the potential they have yeah. behind all this. So, yeah, I think that there's still a lot of, like you said, education they're probably doing right now in order to navigate this safely and to protect themselves yeah. and also to build something that's going to be sustainable for decades to come. And um, yeah, and like you said, we're still in, in the infancy of this whole NFT game and it is a wild west and um, it'll be interesting to see what, when the dust settles, who the winners are and who the losers are and uh, what it actually looks like. And I think, you know, guys like yourself, <clears throat> Gary Vaynerchuk, um, you know, I think you guys are on the pioneering side of this and really are going to set the 
set the landscape for the rest of us so that we can we can learn from learn the right way instead of just yeah you know yeah. going about it haphazardly yeah as as, as soon as some uh, of the most important brands out there start uh, showing the, the the way everybody's going to follow you know it's just wait until microsoft apple you know uh, start uh, applying this concept and then it's going to be common is going to be like a no-brainer for for anyone right now all we hear about nfts is that again an ugly ape sold for 7.5 million and you just cannot get it i'm like i, I was even myself grabbing my head like how can this happen i mean right. imagine people that they don't know anything i mean that's it you know it's we don't have the right uh, alpha the right knowledge the right information available to us right now but as soon as we see walmart going that's going to make a click for a lot of brands say damn i mean yeah you know this we, we could benefit from this it's not just uh, selling uh, ugly illustrations you know uh, it's a lot more than that <laughs> i agree well thank you dante this was fantastic if anyone has any questions or wants to get a hold of you what's the best way to get in contact with you to learn more about google me <laughs> google you google me i think i'm like three page deep uh but if not the easiest is dantefiorini.com that's my okay. personal consulting uh practice uh dante as dante's inferno and fiorini f-i-o-r-i-n-i fiorini perfect and i'll put that all in the podcast notes as well and i'll put all your contact information in there excellent dante this was fantastic Thank you. thank you. No, thank you. Thank you, Dennis. I enjoyed the conversation a lot and look forward to version point two. <laughs> All right. Have a good one.